Hey, hey. <laughs> you hosers get your car caught in a gate? Well, you're in luck. Because Bez Video Kingdom is brought to you by McKenzie's Ram Van. We can ram you right out of that gate, no problem. We'll have you back on your way to get your donuts and back bacon before you can say, Hey. Hey. <laughs> So you hosers just need to come on over and sign our waiver so that you promise us you will not sue us for whiplash. Beer not included. That's serious <laughs> twang you got. You, went through, such a, you did such 42 a different accents. <laughs> At the beginning, the Canadian was pretty solid, and then you were, from, you were immediately from the South. I love uh, it. Everything Great job. Great work. Hello. Eh? 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 You hoser. Get off it, eh? Hey, uh, yeah, we are going to go ahead and start our podcast this week, and we are talking about a classic, classic of cinema from the early 80s. This is Strange Brew. Strange Brew starring Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, uh, uh, basically taking their characters from the SCTV, uh, the Canadian version, basically, of Saturday Night Live. Their characters, uh, a couple Canadian bumpkins, and they are uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. They go on some adventures, some chaos, hilarity ensues, and it turned into a, uh, a very cult classic style movie that if you know it, you love it. So let's go ahead and talk about it. I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, keep Brad's looking at the he's looking at our like little org org bar board bar like somebody should say something and we're all just looking at him like what the fuck we gotta stick to the board. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and talk for a second just about the movie. So the movie Wait, was aren't actually, you first? I, I mean, guess I am be? first. I, I, I let's go ahead confused. and talk about it. Mm. Call your own number, Brad. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, this movie Strange Brew. Uh, not only did I say who it was directed, I mean, who's, uh, acting in it, but they also directed the movie. Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas directed the movie and, uh, it was $8 million is what it made. It cost $4 million to make. So it doubled its money. What did they spend $4 million on? <laughs> that's a good question. And in, the, 1984, the in $1984, yeah, that's it's like the, $35 million. It's the million background dollars. painting of the, uh, I believe, of the insane <laughs> asylum in the brewery. The paintings are so <laughs> terrible in this movie. It's 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 It makes you laugh. I mean, it's actually hilarious in a sense. So um, the funny thing about this, uh, the, the Bob and Doug McKenzie characters is that they start off on SCTV, like I said, SNL kind of rip off. And the only reason they actually got created is because uh, SCTV was on the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. They required that at least two minutes of any show that is on the Canadian Broadcasting Company has to devote two minutes to Canadian actual like talk. Oh, and, like a cultural, uh, like a yes, cultural thing. They were like, you have minutes. to say a can every just, forty-two yeah, can, seconds. Can they just call each other hosers and say <laughs> well, a well, a lot? Essentially, that's what happened. So they had to have two minutes devoted to Canadian culture, and and Bob and uh, excuse me, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas were like, 
hey, we get we can make some characters and we'll just be super crazy stereotypical about uh, uh, kind of redneck Canadians. And that's what they did. And so that's how they got on SCTV. That's what a redneck Canadian looks like? God. I, they're it, so much more like refined. I mean, rednecks. they got toques and eh? shit like that. And Take big off, jackets, So they're probably not getting, their necks are probably not getting red. They lived at their parents' house, but they do call them Hicks. I mean, that's that's kind of the, the it's a typical Canadian Hick is actually what the, I guess the correct word would be. So, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how they got their start. They they ended up recording an album, uh, uh, and back in the early '80s, making an album, a comedy album, was kind of the thing to do. And so they did a comedy album for Bob and Doug, and uh, John Candy from SCTV got a movie. That kind of was doing all right, and because of that, they're like, hey, any of you other SCTV people need to make a movie? And they jumped in, and they actually were told by the, by the company, uh, they were like, yeah, you can't do it. We own those characters. And they're like, well, we'll have somebody else write it. So they had a, a guy they know write it, and he couldn't really get into the whole language of Bob and Doug because so much of his is improv and ad lib, and so they ended up kind of rewriting it themselves, and it became Strange Brew. So- just really quick, Brad, I need a history lesson because this is a this was a movie that I've never seen. I have heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. I assumed it was a John Candy movie, which doesn't seem so crazy now that I know that he was also an SCTV guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, God damn, some of these Canadian guys are so, just hilarious. So my history lesson that I want is, was this a big hit at the time? I don't understand like the cultural significance of Strange Brew. What what was the what's the deal? Is this a, was this a cult thing? So SCTV was was uh, it started off on Canadian TV and then actually got brought to American TV and was on American TV uh, again back in those days. It was like what four channels like ABC, NBC, <laughs> right. CBS, and so they actually SCTV got picked up I think by NBC or something, and they were actually broadcasting it. So it it had hit culturally. The show had hit in uh, uh, in America. I mean, Eugene Levy and and John Candy. Oh, they were both SCTV guys. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it, oh, was, it was a murderer's row of like comedians, dude. Like, I mean, no joke. And so they uh, they were making some funny stuff, and and people were digging it in the United States. So I want to watch the Eugene Levy John Candy buddy comedy. Oh yes. wait, there is wait there, there is a movie that they're both in, I believe. That sounds dope. We need there, we need to do some research. <laughs> on Google, that. we need the Google on that. Isn't John Candy in? Isn't he in Splash too? Yeah, because that's because he's a drunken scene Eugene in Splash. Levy is so they're both in that together. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like I said, some Are armed and dangerous. Armed and dangerous. There you go. They're both prominently featured. Yes, okay. Eugene, there you go. That's that. That is a, a candy Eugene Levy, and 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 all those guys kind of ventured off into different things, and and we'll talk about it a little bit later about uh, uh, there's a particular person in Strange Brew that moved on to. Uh, Eugene Levy, obviously being prominent in all of the uh, Christopher Guest movies. Yes, and uh, Paul Dooley, who plays uh, the uncle, he's in. He's been actually in quite a few of the the different uh, Christopher Guest movies. So. But was this movie a hit? I mean, when you make eight million dollars, probably not. I think it was. I think it was more just the people that watched it loved it, and most people just didn't watch it. It's <sighs> crazy. Um, so if we're going to get into our reactions, uh, I'll go first. My reaction last so last so last night I rented on Apple TV Strange Brew, and I laid down on my couch, <laughs> and about twenty minutes in, I fell asleep and I woke up to the credits of this movie. And so 
I got up off the couch. I went to sleep. I got up the next day and I nated this movie. I watched it throughout the day. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what, what did you so do? So the next day, today. You, you just turned me into a verb. What does that mean? I nated it. That's, multiple episodes throughout the day. Yeah, when I when I nate something, that means that I'm gonna just take little chunks of it and just kind of just sexually eat it into a microphone. Sexually. You might say like another way to put that would be like you're gonna make it last a really long time. Yeah, that sort of it's the tantric version of watching <laughs> a movie. They're like, bro, you totally nated that. So, I'll, you I know nated what? it. I accept that. So, we need to make so, that. A so, here, so here's what I want to. I, wanna, I this is a great spot for this tangent. Um, so I. I had texted Zach that I needed to make sure that I brought this up. So, no, no, no. no. He texted me and said, "Make sure I make fun of Nick about this." And I said, <laughs> "I said I will make sure you remember. There's nothing that I enjoy more in this life than making fun of Nick." <laughs> so, so, so I. It's well known that I I tend to wa- the the running joke on the pod is that I watch movies in seasons and episodes. So I can I, I have a special ability to break up like a two hour movie into maybe like. 12, 15 watching sessions across six devices. Do you usually watch them like during shits or in between shits? Oh, I never actually, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't do things while I shit, I shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy talk. So, so how are you going to make fun of me? (laughs) Wait, speaking of shitting, I mean, can we not just comment on the fact that, uh, we spent all last pod talking about Nate's asshole. There was some inaccurate information perpetuated on this last year, last, the last pod. Extremely accurate. I I was indisposed because I had a upset stomach, (laughs) which, which meant that I was nauseous and I felt sick. But I, I've seen the, the idea that my quote unquote butthole was turned inside <laughs> out. Turned, turned. turned. Who that, said that? Out. That, that is that is inaccurate. And I am going to stick to my story that I was simply nauseated. So your butthole yeah. was right yeah, side yeah, out the whole time, right? It was booty hole. Side yeah. Did you did you figure out hole. what it was from? Was there any uh, uh, extenuating? What did the investigation? I, I, what? Uh, the, my my little my my youngest daughter had some sort of stomach thing earlier in the week that's my only hypothesis that and and the simple fact that like i was getting a little nervous about whether or not i would win my fifth draft <laughs> took the, the best of me and we so, found out so here, here's yeah let's let's, let, get, let's get to fucking this so so nick drops like <laughs> i tried i tried to delay it nick i, I tried forgot we were making fun of nick I, I so you know what not, it is i was too, trying to avoid it no so i don't know is? this is this i was is having so much so fun talking about nate's angry it's just zach and nate so nick sexting <laughs> We're gonna start developing some teams here. We got in team between, Zach in between and nut, Nate in between and nut pick <laughs> team exactly. team angry so, brown so eye. Nick, Nick dropped, and this is not the first time this has happened. He dropped the the little nugget that he was he'd woken up at yes four a.m. to watch. That's how much I movie. care about you guys out there listening <laughs> and this podcast. That's how much I care about but doing I, a thorough you know job. Mean? Unlike Zach, who. <laughs> Reportedly, I haven't even finished my story. Words, fell asleep and did not finish. <laughs> I did, did not finish watch the movie. this movie. Wait, is it this Nate, film? You think this is a, a point of like making fun of Nick? I think no, so. No, it's too. okay. I'm saying I'm just no. It wasn't so much making fun of, although yes, it is. But 
I, what I'm saying is, I, I want to know. I, this is so. So I watch movies in small segments. Nick wakes up at an ungodly hour, pounds the coffee, Nate, and then the is Nate like, "I'm going before the sun." The Nate butt crack. How do you guys, How do you two watch movies? I well, I just like the fact that, that that Nick. I mean, you'd hear somebody's working at uh, waking up at four in the morning. You're just gonna, I'm gonna get a hard workout in or something like that. It's like, <laughs> God, I gotta watch this. Gotta get movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, it is kind of Denise's like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? Oh, I gotta go watch a movie." <laughs> I gotta put. I gotta punch. A. I gotta punch. In, babe, <laughs> I like it. I, I get this exactly picture. That's how I, 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 I picture it is like Nick hey. getting up and like going to the factory. And Nick's newborn the, baby is crying the... and she's like, Oh, he's gonna get up and take the baby. He's like, No, 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 no you, you need to get the baby. On. I'm watching a movie. Baby on lap, strange brew on, coffee in hand. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> for the visuals out there. No, I had this plan as a movie night for my kids and, and we sat down and we start to watch it. Like, I, I, I had to pay for it because I don't have a copy. My brother's got a copy and uh. All of a sudden, they're like five minutes in, I said something about like, "Oh, you know this part," and like, the, like my daughter's like, "Well, yeah, we watched this last summer with Uncle Andrew at the uh, when we were uh, uh, up at a lake, and they stayed." And I was like, "You guys watched this without me?" Oh, were you hurt pretty bad? Single tear. So I like that. So all of them were like, <laughs> oh, "Hey, they're like, oh yeah, no, we, can, we can keep watching. We can keep watching." I was like. Fuck that! <laughs> you just disowned them. Turn Brad it off. turned it did off you and put on bed? Muppet did Christmas. Did you go to your bedroom and just <laughs> lock the door? We we switched it up. I didn't know we did. I think we might have watched some some fucking dumb YouTube videos. I was uh, like, fuck this. We're watching YouTube. I can't believe. I, I was upset. That's, that's I was like, right. oh, I thought right. I was gonna get to share this with my kids, and I forgot exactly. that. Exactly. So wait, like, just to be clear, hard. they weren't like, holy shit, this is that amazing movie that we watched <laughs> with Uncle Andrew last summer. And, well, that's the thing. I don't know if it was if it was pity <laughs> of them being like, oh no, we can still watch it or if they actually really <laughs> wanted to still watch it so uh, that that's a, a mystery that we may never solve so back from the tangent i'm talking about how i feel about the movie i <laughs> fell asleep during the movie whether that had to do with the last call beers i was drinking or or what it had to do with i'm not sure but i woke up the next morning i went to work and i little by little whittled away at strange brew and i gotta tell you guys for an hour of this movie I literally hated it. <laughs> it was painful to watch. It was like which, which a hour? Saturday night like <laughs> it was like a Saturday night live skit that wasn't funny that was an hour long. And uh God, it I struggled so bad and I told my wife she was she was she was at home earlier this evening and I said the movie's not good, babe. <laughs> she was like, Oh, I've never seen it and I said, You're not going to <laughs> And I said, it needs to save itself in this last 35 minutes. I've got 35 minutes left. This movie needs to save itself. And I know shit, you guys. I laughed like 20 times in the last 30 minutes of this movie. I literally hated it for the first hour. And in the last 30 minutes, they finally fucking embraced that they were going to be weird Wait. And went off the wall. I'm sorry. In Hold the on. beginning, dude. You're telling was, me the first hour you were like, this dude, is just too boring and normal. normal. I was just like, <laughs> fuck I was just like, watching? there's going to be a funny part. I know there's going to be a funny part. And I just kept waiting for it. And it never happened. And then in the last 30 minutes, they really like ever since when his when the van goes off the thing and you get back from intermission, I enjoyed the movie after that. Before Zach that, ate 17 gummies Zach, and at some point like, they kicked oh in. My he was god. like, oh my god, this is so great. But I literally laughed several several times pretty heartily at the end of the movie. I liked it. I'm curious to know what the rest of you guys thought of it because, man, I was struggling in the beginning. And then at the end of it, I really feel like they embraced 
they were going to get fucking weird and the dogs flying through the air and, <laughs> and shit just got real weird. And I loved, I loved it from then on. But in the beginning, it was str- a struggle bus. What do you think, Nate? Uh, Nick. I think I want to hear what Nick has to no, say. Oh, my bad. Let's talk okay. to Nick. All right. So hopped up on two cups of Joe. <laughs> okay. It's 4.10 a.m. The sun is not up for another hour and 45 minutes. It's longer than the runtime. It's dark. Coffee cup. Started and finished in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that runtime. No, but saw the runtime. Got very excited about the runtime. And then found myself um, looking at the clock and wondering... How much, how much how more can an hour and a half this, take this long? Can they really say A after every sentence in the entire movie? Is Amazon fucking with me? <laughs> hour and a half? Bullshit. Um, okay. So I feel like I knew pretty early the weirdness. Like Zach was too busy whittling for to notice something in that, not notice that in that hour, in that first hour. But I kind of knew what it was early, got the gist of it. There were parts throughout it. I felt bad. I felt guilty, Brad, the way that I felt about the movie because I know how much you cared about it, how much I Scott felt the same cared way. about it. I felt like I, I knew I, I was kind of prepared for it. I really was. I knew it was a it was an early '80s, right? I we have the best of times connection. Oh yeah, and we've covered that in our basement tapes white album that's going to be <laughs> released in uh, 2030. <laughs> and uh, you know Zach and Nate. First time watchers of Best of Times, we're not big fans of uh, Best of Times. Zach specifically hating it and his family, his entire family. <laughs> <laughs> Literally pissed. He's just pissed. He had to, he had to describe they divorce. on their TV after watching Forgot it. Forgot about that. <laughs> um, but, you know, but we love that. And in my, in my eyes, you know, there's nothing wrong at all. Like, it's almost a perfect movie, Best of Times. So it's like I was trying to put myself in Brad's shoes with Strange Brew and Scotch's shoes with Strange Strange Brew, and I and I couldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes were shoes, fucking old and did not small. fit and were not funny. <laughs> Soles are falling off. <laughs> All right. Well, look, look. okay. I'm laughing. Okay. I'm not, I'm done laughing. Hold on. <laughs> but there were parts. The Chuck Norris lawyer like <laughs> killed me. I showed my wife it before I came to the pod tonight. Uh, she was cracking up. It's mean, just amazing. There's definitely parts, and it goes off the rails. Like, and I like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It reminds me of a movie like that. Agreed. I have some questions when we get to drinking with the director, um, just about you know the special effects. But you know, it's early. <laughs> like, 80s. were you there, bro? Were you directing? It's early eighty. <laughs> it's early eighty. So, anyways, um, you know. That mixed kind of. So, so, so I, I had thought I'd seen this movie because I'd and I and true story because I think I can picture having seen it on the shelf, you know, a hundred times in actual Bev's Video Kingdom back in the day, um, and I I would see it over and over again, and I always like pick it up and then not take it home, and I think I just never took it home. I thought I, I had it in my head that I did. I probably had it in my hand, you know, a dozen times. Well, well quick side note on that is that uh, I, I read an interview with Dave Thomas where he was talking about that this movie was considered what's called an evergreen uh, with, like, blockbuster and stuff like that, which means that all of their video stores had multiple copies of this movie just because it was that type of cult classic that was cult always classic. rented out and, and, and people were always renting it across 
all video stores, which is kind of hilarious because it's it's an interesting movie. Yeah. So so I, I was I, I had not seen it, and I realized that a little ways in, and I had kind of a, a weird like bifurcated out of body experience <laughs> with this one. I like that. Which is on the one hand, like I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so like I was like you know uh, this is not my kind of movie but then I had these two other reactions one is there were constantly these little nuggets that like I got I was like okay that's fucking funny like I, I don't want to blow all of them because they're only a handful and I want to save some shit for later but um, but you know there's like a few little things in there where I was like oh this is really funny and and clever and, and cool and I get it but it was also like I've known Brad a long time. Like Brad, Brad and I went to preschool together, and and I've known his weirdness. That's uh, <laughs> kind of like a sneaky weirdness. Brad's kind of a he's kind of like an undercover fucking weirdo. Yeah, because <laughs> um, he's because 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 if you know Brad in real life, he's like everybody thinks Brad's like the nicest and friendliest, and you might even say like normalist guy. Like he's very like jovial and friendly and kind of you know can talk about all kinds of things and relate to anybody you had a um, nicest nicest yeah, super nicest <laughs> nice guy right really friendly but but he's also he's got this really like countercultury under undertone that you don't know which is brad likes to like shit that's kind of just like that it is stuff that people don't like mm-hmm. it's like when you meet brad and he walks up and he just looks like a totally normal dude and then he turns around and he's got two braids coming <laughs> out the back of his hat Fucking hey. it's like a mullet <laughs> It's like it's, it's like it's, business it's, in the front, party in the back, raid form. It's yeah, it's like it's like a snake mullet. <laughs> so so for me, it was like I was I was like oh yeah I I, I see him. It was like I I'm seeing Brad here because like it had all the little elements right. Like it's just offbeat enough and kind of unexpected enough in exactly the right way. They play fucking hockey, which Brad likes in a place where no one plays or likes hockey. <laughs> loves hockey. Um, <laughs> loves hockey. They have just, there's just all these, like it's, they, they play a lot with words and things and, and play the, you know, that they, they do a lot of like silliness with their, with their words, which Brad loves in movies. So like a little bit of my experience was not, I wouldn't say that that made me like the movie more, but it like, it felt very familiar to me because I've been, in Brad's car a million times when he's made me watch YouTube videos or listen to songs or force me to watch some fucking movie. That this I is was Mr. Like, Bungle. Listen, Nate. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Like this is, I'd say it was like, it was like I was like wrapped in a warm blanket of Brad's weirdness. <laughs> my comforting I like, weirdness. Oh, I love it. My best friend. It's because they were spooning. They were spooning while they were watching. That's why. So, that so, warm blanket was so, Brad. So, so yeah, it might have been Brad wrapped around. Like oh. a spider monkey. So, so I, I, I would say I hated the movie, but it also felt familiar in a, in a very happy and warm way. Yeah. Well, on that note, we need to bring in um, Rick and Dave. Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas. Uh, they are the two stars. They are the creators of the characters. Those are who we're sitting down with? Yeah. They are the directors, co-directors of the movie. I fucking love that. I thought there was going to be some weird Canadian guy we'd never heard of that we're no, going to have to sit no, down they, they said, we've got this shit. We can handle this. We're, we're going to be the main stars, and we're going to direct the fuck out of this. So uh, they came in. They're going to sit down. And uh, what are we all drinking on tonight hopefully we, we have some small chairs because rick moranis looks like he's about five one <laughs> <laughs> does he not we have stools yeah so so what, what do we got i think i think uh um, in a little bit of a, a sneak preview of, of what's coming up this thursday 
I think we might be drinking some last call here. Our judge brought just some of the most awesome beer. Some of the beer that he brewed for his wedding. What did, what was it called? That was to hop and to hold. Oh, that's the uh, sickest yeah. name for a wedding beer ever. And uh, and what's the other one? We, Brad, we, he, he brought the signature, which is their their hazy IPA called Karate in the Garage, which for a movie yes, podcast is the dude. shit. And that's what I'm drinking. And it's, we will we will talk about that at some point because uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to ask him about that. Nate uh, Nate has actually poured his hazy IPA over Diet Pepsi. <laughs> it's really, it's a great mix. Actually, <laughs> he says it's delicious. Just a splash Wait, of grenadine. Yeah, just a splash. It's, of it's unbelievable. <laughs> Like, that's last call brewing, by the way. In case you guys are all last around. call brewing, Oakdale, California. So, so we've got uh, Nick. You drinking same same stuff, right? We, what What was in the other uh, big can that came? The cone. Oh, of, that's the uh, the the good old cone of. I hope it's silence. It it's not silence. It's, it's two words. <laughs> but, cone uh, of shame. <laughs> cone of shame. Cone of silence. My dogs won both. <laughs> Oh, it, uh, cone of uncertainty. Cone of uncertainty. <laughs> uncertainty. Sir. Uncertainty. It's delicious. It's perfect because we were very uncertain what the fucking name was. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. All right. So, uh, yeah. So we've got Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas sitting down and we're going to talk about some director shit. We're going to find out, you know, we got questions. Uh, I, I got a question right off the bat. What the fuck? The most baffling scene in this movie to me is the hockey scene what the fuck was going on what is happening <laughs> mine's connected to that <laughs> they never connect like the music <laughs> making the hockey players the beer is going out to the public <laughs> right there's not and a so lot how, of- what is there how are they how do they intend to control everyone with music when it gets outside their brewery <laughs> The, the outfits. Hey, 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 I'm gonna stop you guys now. You guys are asking too many questions. Way too many questions Dude, already. The stormtrooper outfits that all the hockey players are wearing that have zero bearing it's on the story at all. Awesome. I was just waiting for something, and then they're like, they're, they're playing they're, hockey, but they're not playing hockey. They just run into the guys. I don't understand. Well, Same a, suits used in space in spaceballs. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what I love about them is they look they look like stormtrooper costumes that yes. somebody bought at like a Rite Aid. They look like they if there was spikes, like an erotic weird convention on the back. On the yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah. If there was an erotic convention and you were going to be like a like an erotic stormtrooper, that That's is the oh, one yeah. you'd like a like without the cock piece. You yeah. know what I mean? You'd oh, yeah. come out in it, and everybody would be like, oh. He yeah. can't hit me with his fucking blaster. I, I got, I got, I, I have to admit that the whole like using the music to control people. I don't know how uh, uh, Brewmaster Brewmeister Smith was going to. They never paid it off, right? Play music to control people after they drank all this beer, like. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what? Actually, it kind of calls. I mean, it's a it's a, a movie in the future. But if you have not seen um, the uh, secret uh, Kingsman Secret Service. They kind of have this whole thing where they're passing out these phones and people get these phones. And at one point, it's going to play a ringtone that kind of yeah. fucks people up. And so, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, the scenario. Zoolander, too. Zoolander, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Control people with music. So, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, the thing they're going for. But, yeah, it's it, they we're asking too many questions. I like that. Zoolander taking a cue from Strange Brew. <laughs> well, <laughs> we know that, that we do know that, that, that the uh, Strange Brew 
took a page out of Hamlet. And and if you actually Dude. look at the story of Hamlet. I texted Brad about this earlier. I know. I was like, it's loosely <laughs> loose. But it is my favorite version of Hamlet because I mean, it, it hits all the right notes. You know, uncle trying to step in, kills the dad, and, and, and somebody's pissed, and they don't want that to happen. I'd never seen the movie, and I searched it on Google, and underneath it says, Adaptation of Hamlet. And I, was, I text Brad, I was like, is this an adaptation of Hamlet? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they gave it to the screenwriter. The first screenwriter, they're like, hey, man, uh, we kind of like the story of Hamlet, so kind of go that way. That's so awesome. Go that way, eh? So, so, here, so, I've, so I've got a question for these directors, and this is sort of a casting question. How did they decide to cast? And, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but the daughter is supposed to be 21 years old in this movie. Uh, yes, they say that specifically in the movie. <laughs> yeah, she was 32 when it was filmed, <laughs> and she looked like she was 40. <laughs> really? Ouch! I don't think she looked like she was 40. I mean, but she like definitely didn't look 21. Face. I'm just saying, like maybe it's because it's an older hairstyle, but it's a very like. You know, mom jean wearing. The chicks with that hairstyle now are are, fifty four. Well, well, Lynn Lynn Griffin, the the actress, she's she's like a a notorious horror movie. So Zach, she's kind of in your your vein because she's been in a ton of horror movies and and thriller movie that type. That's been like her whole her whole career has been mostly that stuff. But yeah, did she typically play somebody that's half her age in this? (laughs) Because that I was like, I I was like, did they say twenty one? I'm I literally like. I had to back it up like three times to make sure that they actually said no joke Nate as as they said that this time in my watch I mean I've watched this movie probably 50 plus times I actually like was like okay they say she's 21 (laughs) how old was she actually when this was filmed and then I had to do all the math and figure out I was like oh fuck she's 32 (laughs) yeah that's like Beverly Beverly Hills 90210 shit it's Luke Perry status (laughs) R.I.P. is Luke Perry on is he is he on cameo? He's. I was gonna say, are you RIPing Luke Perry now? Of all the people we've talked shit on, we're RIPing Luke. Luke fucking whatever his name is. Luke Perry, man. Don't respect the Burns. All right. So, so <laughs> my question, of course, first for the, uh, the the boys would be, how much was there actual drinking? Because they do play some some reasonably real drunks. I mean, they they're they're kind of in that stupor the entire time, where it feels like they've had six or seven beers the entire movie. I appreciate that they never go full drunk, though. You right. Know what I mean, right. They're they, pretty coherent the entire time, which I appreciate. I mean, dude drinks an entire vat of beer. And he's then, very coherent for that. He pisses it off. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to drink for a while. Puts out a fire. <laughs> Puts out a fire. <laughs> they didn't have that in the $8 million budget. That was in the B reel, though. They didn't have more time to squeeze just, that in there. Just him let loose all over. <laughs> the firemen were actually giving him props for it. They're like, we, we didn't yeah. get to see. He just, we see him fishing up, and they're like, yeah. There's a big emphasis on, uh, you know, escaping certain death in this movie, for sure. (laughs) That's the Hamlet. That's where they came up with the the upside down uh, beer bottles inside of the uh, the truck. Dude, that was actually, yeah. There was the hook moment where where he, uh, the the hockey player jumps into the water and breathes oxygen into her lungs and she she swims out. You guys remember that in the hook, right? Yeah. It's an erotic scene. <laughs> the mermaid used a beer bottle. Oh, well. I love that yeah. scene. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're talking some of my favorite scenes, of course, uh, when the dog drops the disc and then rolls up the roof, it's <laughs> it, physically it doesn't make any sense, but the dog rolls up the roof and, and they kind of look up. And then, uh, of course, uh, dealing with the media. 
So great. <sighs> Has anybody ever dealt with the media better? Dude, no. <laughs> That's where this hour. movie grabbed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just fucks everybody up. And then some reporter, she's like, fuck this. This is and my she day. tries to step up. And she I wish her notebook. <laughs> I wish she would have come with a little bit more game because uh, she gets <laughs> fucked up, dude. He fucks that lady up. <laughs> really? Quick, like, <laughs> it's not even a fight. She kept, she gets one punch in, he drops the kick to the chest, and then just like about three punches in a row to to drop her, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? I I, I guess I'd want to ask these guys. I'd I'd, I'd want to know, like, were you so stoked when you saw Half Baked and the dog flies uh, through Dude, the air? Was that a direct ripoff of this movie? Because I, I had love, no idea until I watched this movie. 100% love that you bring that up because I think that they were definitely throwing a little homage to uh, Strange Brew. First time I saw uh, uh, Nibbles cruising along <laughs> after he smokes the weed, I was like, Dude, that's fucking just like Hosehead in Strange Brew. 100%. Yes, Hosehead, by the way, is maybe the best dog name, I will say. <laughs> we put it into penisnamer.com or whatever the uh, website was, and that's what they gave me, Hose, Hose Dog or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hosehead and the Jellies. One of Bev's best sponsors. Oh, yeah, they're one of our, one of our longest tenured sponsors. So, so, so I, one of the things I, I will say that early on there were a few things that, despite my, my disdain, were really like, I thought were both clever and funny and, and one of them that I would commend them on, but also like ask what they're thinking is like, why start with the, such a meta, like it's a very meta start. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. It's a movie within a movie, but it's not really a movie. It's unclear. Um, and, and, and then I thought it was especially fun that they were, that their opening bit was to explain the difference between movies and TV, <laughs> which I'm, I'm like, Zach, were you paying attention? Because this is relevant for all of our drafts. That was very topically topical. <laughs> yeah, they, they were staring at Zach when they said that. Yeah. Like, movies, but, TV. But I love the, like, I, I did like that part of it. I also thought like as just a, a, a like simple simple bit pulling out the donut as a bribe and then it just it totally cracks the whole thing open i was like oh that's just gold that is a good moment from the so beginning. what about the guy outside when he's like they've been saving up their allowance for for weeks <laughs> yeah what am i supposed to tell him just what the hell am i supposed to tell him that dude that dad was so angry he was so, so dad intense. mad and he gives him 15 bucks and he's like cool <laughs> No worries. I guess we're good then, Rick. Oh, that guy was so pissed off. He was angry. Dude, uh, there's so many there's so many questions that I would have for the directions that this went, but my main question would be, do you think this is a better movie if you made the entire movie of the the way that their movie was in the very 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 beginning <laughs> where he's just like wearing a jock strap? Well, and they had the, so I also was thinking of the movie Be Kind Rewind with Jack Black and how they had all the creative yeah, ways yeah, yeah. of making that movie. That opening when they're showing the van and it was supposed to be like, and it was on the wire going <laughs> so across. Great. Or when it's definitely in a, a shop getting lowered. Yes. <laughs> That's supposed to be it's like It's actually lowered. like super fun. And like if they were to make that movie and play with it that way and be the first ones to kind of just keep taking it and it'd be them make that entire movie. I'm um, I had a good time actually watching that bit. And like, you're always curious, like, oh, what creative web? Are they going to pull out paper plates next to be like a hoverboard, you know, and hover shoes or whatever? But <laughs> did this pave the way for like Dumb and Dumber type uh, so, movies? So, so I, I have a I have a proposed new category here um, that I'm going to force upon you guys. Wow, new category. To me. 
So I, my, my new category that it speaks directly to Zach's point here is if a movie was a baby, how would you make it? <laughs> and uh, Oh, yeah. What, what movies would what go movie, together and make movie, this yeah, movie? And so, so this is a movie that, it, for me, was... The, the, Wait, you're talking about the category I created last week? I Did you? I don't listen to your arm. I don't listen to any of the pods. <laughs> Where I said what, ready or not, I said there was there was a foursome that created a baby. That oh yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You would, I, I, that, I did get that far into the pod. Um, All right, and, uh, and, and it, it inspired me. I thought that was really a great point. Um, so <laughs> I thought it was so good. I made it into my own idea. I decided to my own idea. And no one ever said this before. I just thought of it. So Idiocracy and Cheech and Chong traveled back in time and had a threesome with Wayne's World. Yes. Uh, and that's this movie. But but I will say that that more than any other thing, right, like Wayne's World is the is is just the better ver- the better version of this movie. So like even to the point where like they're in their basement doing this like hanky, you know, public television thing that's kind of feels like the beginning of the movie. Very much. They're very north you know, they're just south of the Canadian border and kind of have some of that affect. But but it's that movie just it kicks like the mu- the music is really good. It has a, a sort of a, a story that moves it along. Tia Carrera's in it. I mean, there's just some there's some. So for me, and I was a huge Wayne's World fan as a kid, and I don't know how well it would hold up if I watched it again today. But for me, Wayne's World owes a lot to this movie, primarily to show them how not to do it. No, that's I I 100 agree with that. And the the last point I want to make about this when we got the directors here is like. The fact that they all got Max von Sydow, I mean, who is a classically trained, I mean, just a lot of epic movies that he was in in his career, to do this just ridiculously silly, I mean, it's just absurd movie, and he was in it. And they, I mean, later on, he actually was stoked about it. He was, he was not, like, ashamed. He wasn't like, oh, my God, that was a terrible piece of shit. The reason he got into it? He asked his son. They they had sent him the script because they kind of had him in, in mind for the brewmeister, and uh, he asked his son. And his son's like, he, his son's like, oh yeah, Bob and Doug, they're great. They're on SCTV. They're they're hilarious. You should do this movie. He's like, fuck it, let's do it. And he put in fake teeth for the entire movie just to be like, why not? I want to have big ass fake teeth. <laughs> and I guess that was his con- contribution. I mean, I'm thinking if we're picking two movies that fucked and made this movie, I'm thinking Dumb and Dumber had sex with Austin Powers and Silent Bob. Oh, did you you're right. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob do Dumb and Dumber do 1980s super plot-driven unnecessarily plot-driven comedy. This is the perfect example where we're talking about on Anchorman of just trying to shoehorn in so much plot where it's like the entire first hour is a setup for the silly jokes at the end. We don't need any of that shit. See, I, I would have liked a little better plot. <laughs> I just had a, I, I had a que- I would have had a question about the special effects. Like, I want to know at the time when it came out, were the special effects like kind of on par with the rest of kind of corny comedies? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's like I mean, they point about, it out in the movie. They say nice special effects. Eh? Star Wars come so, out, came out like <laughs> seven years before this. Yeah. So okay. I mean, so no, a four so million no. dollar budget. <laughs> Maybe three million, three and a half million went to the special effects. The, the, the dog, the dog flying. He's the dude. He's resting on like an ottoman. 
you know, and he's like, he's and like it's like he just he looks back, <laughs> which is exactly like Half Baked did it, which is awesome. It's which awesome. is even funnier. It's like great. There's so much unnecessary like stuff in this movie, like the weird like way that the computer is like trying to tell them to do. They they don't pay off any of the stuff that they set up. That's that's my biggest issue with it. What about Naked Brumeister? Gun? Naked Gun's another one. Oh yeah. that, yes, oh yeah. That I was thinking about. What about Brutmeister just... getting shocked by the board? I mean, why are those little lights like super <laughs> electric? That's what I'm I mean. I about. guess is it's his spirit is like jumping through, like the 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 dad spirit is jumping through him. But but at any point, if anyone touched those fucking lights like they were done <laughs> dead done dead or the mom the mom with her boobs out like coming out and like not really having any sort of a character arc at all like she just like is there comes in for this whole scene with the inspector where she's talking to him and saying all this stuff and then she never shows back up again ever yeah she has one, <laughs> she has one great joke in the movie where she says the colonel's been dead for many years and here we are enjoying his chicken it's like such <laughs> yeah. a stupid line that is one of the better lines in the movie I like that she's like that's why I'm fucking your uncle <laughs> it's like the table of Ricky Bobby's like dinner table <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh yeah I'm glad you all enjoyed the movie <laughs> thanks Rick come back when we do uh honey I shrunk the kids I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like Zach when he chose uh, uh, <laughs> uh <frailty>. <laughs> <laughs> just on the, just retreat oh retreat. God. I'm glad you brought that up Brad because I talked to my wife before she left and I was like if this movie doesn't get any better I'm just gonna have to shit on it on the pod and I feel bad for Brad because <laughs> no. he likes this movie I don't want to shit on it I and had she a... goes Brad shit on frailty you can say <laughs> oh, and I was like you know what you're right he did and you are I love it because I'm not backing down on straight and <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not going to give any apologies. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode of Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Jack Hawkland, attorney at law. Need a lawyer who's ready to defend you with intensive knowledge about the Canadian Criminal Code? Need a lawyer who knows the right time to deliver a split plea? Need a lawyer who's ready to throw hands at the drop of a notebook? <laughs> then you need Jack Hawkland, attorney at law, on your side. Jack will fight hard for you both literally and figuratively at all points of your case. Whether it's a vicious cross-examination of an alleged witness or a vicious right cross upside the head of some nosy reporter, Jack has got you covered. Don't let the court system jerk you around. Let Jack Roundhouse kick the haters in the teeth while delivering you a win in the courthouse. Jack Hawkland, attorney at law, delivering justice for you, and concussions for anybody dumb enough to step to him. <laughs> it's the press. I'll handle this. <laughs> he handles it a little bit uh, overzealous, if you ask me. That lady that that scores up on him is oh fucking great. God. He just kicks her right in the chest. <laughs> All right, so we are on to shag, snag, body bag. You know, we're, it's kind of like our fuck, marry, kill. So we're going to go ahead and just get really horny with something for a second here. <laughs> and, Nate, I want to know, 
You had to shag something from this movie, correct? Absolutely. So the fact that they get themselves into the into the factory by just acting like they they should be there, just telling oh. them. Oh, it's the mouse in the the wedding the crashers so, so uh, the, theory. The general like, if you act like you belong there, people think you belong there. Is such a great and, and and this my dad who listens to some of these. So hopefully, dad, you're out there listening, and, and I'm going to make you proud. So my dad used to like egg me on constantly when I was in college because you know he's like, well, you guys are poor college students. What you need to do is you need to go down to the local hotel and figure out what convention they're having. And you just need to go to find like the hospitality suite or the hospitality room at like 5 p.m. Just go in there and tell, you know, you know, figure out what they're doing. Just, you know, come up with a couple of lines. Because you got to click like through there. Buffet? Like an eat free all the time. Yes. So he would like bug me about doing this, bug me about doing this. I never, I never did. And finally, this one time there was like, they were having this like uh, like pharmacist like you know convention or something, and I was like, "Fine, fucking, I'm gonna do it." So sure enough, I go down there and I walk in and I like you know kind of looking real nervous, and I just start making stuff up. Man, me and me and one of my roommates just had the best old time hanging out with these pharmacists <laughs> and eating all their food, and we just acted like we were supposed to be there. So. Thanks, Dad, and uh, and thanks, Strange Brew, for showing us how it's done. <laughs> there that's you go. Shit. That's that's good shit. So, yeah. um, my shag here is so maybe it's because I had the older brother in in goddamn we had a, a volatile relationship, but at the end we always loved each other. And but the brotherly relationship in in Strange Brew, the fact that. Half the time they're trying to to go ahead and just argue with each other. Um, they're accusing each other of murder. Um, they're trying to call the police <laughs> on each other and uh, steamrolling each other. But then at the end, like when they they actually kind of go apart for the first time, I mean it's emotional. Like they actually, you can tell that they they didn't. They were like, oh shit, we have to be apart from each other. Like this is sad. Like they were not digging it. And so that brotherly relationship where they're as much as they hate on each other and they they give each other shit and uh, fight. In the end, they really like truly love each other and and want to support each other. So the brother relationship, I'm full on 100% backing that up. And I think that's part of my love for this movie is just the 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 brotherly relationship that reminds me of uh, me and my brother a little bit. I've got two sons, nine and eleven, and they act exactly like these fucking guys, <laughs> pinching each other, hitting each other, wrestling around, steamrolling, all that shit. Uh, but they but the end they, they still love each other deeply, right? I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm I'm gonna shag just Canada popping out comedians. Yeah, you got John Candy, Moranis. I mean Dave Thomas. I I I had recognized him, and I know he's been probably supporting in a lot of other comedies. Um, but then we're even talking about current day um, comedy shows: Letter Kenny, Working Moms, Trailer Park Boys, and Shit's Creek. Probably most recent. And uh, just like cleaning up as Dude, far as Jim Carrey's Canadian, right? I mean, I mean there's, there's a lot. So I mean, there's many. more. Yeah, there's yeah. there's Mike a Myers, Ryan Reynolds. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Right. So there's uh you know crazy talent coming out of the big white north great, and uh, great white north. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> get it right, man. What didn't I say? Great white north. No. You said big white. You said north. big. I said north. big white north. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. All right. Sorry, Canada. Canada hates you now. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, as much as I, I like talk it. shit on on the movie, I, I appreciate where they're coming from, and I know what those guys, what Moranis ended up doing, and uh, I, I I love you, Canada. At the end of the day, so you're funny, Beautiful. you're funny and stuff. I'm glad I get to go after <laughs> Nick because I had 
a very similar uh, shag, and that was just like committing to an accent, whether to your detriment oh, or or not. <laughs> yeah. As we've <laughs> as as we've shown with our uh, with our commercials here, but the a thing, right? Oh man, is it is it? Do they really say it that oh, often? No, there's no chance, right? No way. I say, I say, there's a lot. You know, know what? I don't want to live in a world where they don't. You know, so we say y- y'all do. don't watch enough hockey because I mean, there's definitely when the players, hey, I mean, you know, you know, hey, and uh, they, they really say, they, they drop it. Yeah. Canadian, so, those deep Canadians, dude, the, the not, Canadian hicks. When we watched Pulp Fiction, we said that it said like the motherfucker like 263 times in the movie. They said a 8,000 times in this hour <laughs> and 35 minutes. Every sentence ended with the, with the, Postfix is it? Is that right? <laughs> the postfix of A, and uh, I like the hoser stuff. I, I I like I liked all of it. I just feel like they leaned hard on the A. And God, dude, while while it is funny in small doses, I feel like by the you know by the second hour, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're st- we're still saying A, huh? But. I never, I never get tired of that. Shit. The commitment the to the accent. I, I appreciate that you respect the commitment. That's that's something worth shagging for sure. You're like, you know I what? appreciate you, you all, B or G. Went to it. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's like when when DiCaprio <laughs> does his Boston accent, or when you know when it just you got to commit and you got to you know you got to say ka or whatever it is. I love it. All right, so let's move on to our snags. These are the things we're taking home to mom. You know, we're gonna cuddle with a little bit. So, all right, Nick, what you got for snags here? Just sentimental movies that just never get old. I mean, I mentioned it at the start in the intro as far as the movies that I felt bad. I felt guilty about, you know, how I felt about this movie because I, I knew how much Brad loved it. And uh, the ones that just, it doesn't matter. You're blind to whatever, you know, uh, faults or whatever anybody, anybody else hates about it. Like, best of times, like I said, to me, and I think to Brad, it's practically a perfect movie for multiple reasons. And whether it's because your dad introduced it to you or whatever, or your brother, and it just ages, it ages like fine wine. And then when you introduce that to somebody, you don't care, you know, how they feel. You just want to introduce it to them and whether they like it or not, you know, that's all good. That movie is going to stay, you know, close to you no matter what. So I'm shagging that, you know, forever that those movies that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks they're, they're, they're gold. Yeah. Yeah. They're gold. Man, I mean, base man, you spoke from my heart right there. There you that go, bud. Beautiful. There you go, Brad. Single, Brad's got that, I'm that here single tear rolling I'm down. Here. <laughs> I'm here, bro. <laughs> single tear in that shit. Um, my snag is, I mean, God damn it, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis is, if, if you grew up in the 80s, it's just a guy that has been in so many damn great movies, <laughs> so many good roles. Um, it's sad that. I mean the, the 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 tragic situation that that left him to uh, decide to leave Hollywood. I mean he his his wife died of cancer, and really? so he wanted to raise his this. kids, and he basically left Hollywood to raise his kids. I'm um, still was doing some voice work here and there. I mean he wasn't completely out, but I mean think of these movies. You have Strange Brew, Parenthood, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Little Giants. I mean, the guy was just a monster, just putting out hits. And he is not your typical male lead, I would say, pretty safely. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and not even maybe, like, in some ways, your typical comedy. Like, like they're sort of like, he's neither the heartthrob nor the classic, like, comedy guy. He just works. Like, it's just, it's just, he, he hits it. He does his thing, and it works well. I mean, Spaceballs, you take a, a role like Spaceballs, where, I mean, he was just like, I mean, he owned, I mean, he's basically the lead of that movie. I mean, re- regardless of all the other characters, he's the one that you're paying attention to. He's, he's evil. He's mean. 
he's a little guy with glasses, but yet he still controls as like this evil guy, and it's it's great. It's a hundred percent awesome. Um, Rick Moranis, I wish we would have got to do more. Uh, Brian Reynolds has his little phone company. I think it's called Mint, and he brought him back just recently for a commercial. He's like, we paid a lot of money to get Rick Moranis out here, and he's like, and I don't even want to talk about my phones. I just, I'm, hey Rick, how you doing? And Rick Moranis comes out and just kind of like, this is what I'm here for. He's like, yeah, just wanted to say hi to you. And I was like, that's a, a Ryan Reynolds might be, you know, some people hate him, some people don't like him. I actually really like him. And who does, oh, wait, sorry, who the, who doesn't like Ryan Reynolds? And and whose ass do I need to kick? Zach, people people Zach. that like funny stuff. Zach doesn't like Ryan You Reynolds. don't like Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> the table, hold on to the table. He's, Nick, we'll he, hold on to the table. He's talked don't about this. Over. What are you fucking him. talking about? Just, I, I, I like Ryan Reynolds as a beautiful man. He's I mean, beautiful. He's got, amazing, he's got a beautiful Amazing wife. abs. I love He's like, funny. Lively. Hey, if we're talking about... Yeah. What, what don't you like about him? I don't think he's that funny or talented at acting. <laughs> He's also Canadian. That's what he's got going he's for. Well, that's a, that was my point. Is that he's a? I love that the, the the younger Canadian comedy guy is going ahead and just giving some props to the old school uh, 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 forefather for him in Canadian comedy. I'm going to make you watch definitely maybe Zach, and then we're going to oh. talk. Okay, um, I, I, that sounds amazing. And can I just say that Moranis <laughs> is different in like a a lot of those roles? Yeah, like it's not. He's got the wholesome. He's got the off the wall. He's got Strange Brew, but then he's got Ghostbusters. I mean, he kind of jumps around in a short amount of time more than a lot of other he's, comedic he's, actors who, like, you know, Will Ferrell, we love him. Similar, It's all the same Will Ferrell, different characters. It's different, right? I mean, it's different. Moranis is... I, I he can jump so. to wholesome better than a lot of comedy yeah, actors, yeah. or maybe little, better than a little than stereotyped most. into the kind of the dorky into the nerd role. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A little a little stereotyped into that, but at the same time, but still the caring dad that you like buy, like in Little Giants yeah. and Honey I Shrunk the Kids, that you actually like. You're that's not ruining the movie. Well, apparently he wasn't acting since he quit acting to go care for his children. Right? I mean, yeah, fuck. I mean, that's, you got to give him props for that yeah. too. I mean, just being like well, like Kevin up, Spacey, he, he went brought full his, method. Wait, wait, let's not compare. What? Where are we going with? You, like Kevin Spacey. No, last last week on the pod, we talked about how Kevin Spacey was really good at playing a creep, and we just couldn't believe like how he ended up being a creep in real life because he was just being real. So Rick like Moranis is a great method. dad. Yeah, super Oh, okay. Method. Okay. Was that weird? <laughs> yeah, Did I, so full circle. <laughs> Kevin Spacey and Rick Moranis are essentially the same person. That's so what we're according saying. to okay. Brad, Max von <laughs> sucks. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Nailed it. No, he does not. He does not suck. I don't know what I was Sorry. saying. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Um, that part was cut out. <laughs> it's probably it. not <laughs> Zach what are you snagging from this movie my friend okay so I am snagging I talked about it a little bit earlier but just when a comedy knows to go off the rails like when they <laughs> make the decision yeah. to have those guys live inside of the van off of the air coming out of the thing when the dog flies through the air all that kind of stuff I like that. If you're drinking not gonna, all the beer, are, are you saying the movie knew? Are you saying the movie knew to get off the rails at an hour? This is, 10? There's a time. There's a time in the movie where the movie goes, "All right, this shit isn't working. Let's get fucking wild." And then all Let's of a sudden, like blocks. all this weird shit happens, and then and then people all started laughing. And I think that uh, I think I just I like that. I think there's a lot of movies like that. This movie could have started to get weird a little bit earlier for me, but I thought it was. Uh, I thought at the the end saved it greatly for me. <laughs> so I'm going to snag something very simple. 
I want that double beer bottle opener that he breaks out. <laughs> While they're in the, <laughs> the uh, love of God, somebody the, get me the double beer bottle. The bottling opener. line, yeah, yeah. He just breaks it out like it's a fucking. It's like in his coat pocket. He goes, "I stole this, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm snagging that. That's what I want." <laughs> That's a good one. I do dig that. So, all right, now we're down to. Uh, I'm a little, a little nervous here. Let's let's go ahead and body bag some things, folks. <laughs> Don't be. What are we? What are we gonna body bag? Um, I I'm gonna start with mine because it's gonna be the most positive, I'm sure, and I think it's gonna be very disagreeable with the boys. I'm assuming my body bag is the fact that a a sequel was not made. Um, there was talks that they were going to do a uh, rather than Strange Brew, it was gonna be called Homebrew. Um, right in the uh, the late '90s, when when homebrewing started to kind of become a thing. That was going to be kind of the premise of the movie. They had some plans to do it, and then it just never actually worked out. And uh, I would have wanted to see it. I don't care if it would have been terrible. I wanted more Bob and Doug. They've done a cartoon. They did a, a, a the 24-year anniversary for the uh, the old 2-4 uh, case of beer. They did an anniversary show that was okay. But I wanted more Bob and Doug, so I would have appreciated that sequel. And I'm, I'm sad that it did not happen, so that's my body bag. That's that's an insane take, Brad. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, my body bag is again. We talked about it on Anchorman. Trying to shoehorn plot into places that don't need fucking plot. We don't need all this backstory and all this shit explained to us and all the weird electronic shit and all of that. Just let these guys be silly and have fun and be funny on film. We, that's why I think that I gravitate more towards the Apatow-type comedies because they're putting these guys in scenes and letting them kind of act their way out of it or riff, riff out of it or whatever it is. And in these, I feel like they're putting these guys in scenes and then being like, but don't riff too much because we've got to make sure that we drive the plot. You know well, what I mean? Well, it's scene after scene after different thing, different thing, and they're still they're riffing. Right, like the whole time, but it's it's kind of broken up. I feel yeah, and I feel like they're they're really they're really just pushing this this narrative that that is unnecessary. But uh, like I said, I I didn't I didn't hate the entire thing. What do you got, Nick? <laughs> um, so because we weren't watching a high school um, play, a performance in the theater, uh, <laughs> painted backgrounds is my body bag. Um, it was in Idiocracy, and maybe we can thank Strange Brew for painted I backgrounds in so. a moving picture. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's you know it's it's, it's, it's funny and comical to see in a movie. Um, but you cannot take your eyes off it. The clouds don't move. Nothing moves outside of the car going up the hill. The people. Everything is just <laughs> still, and it's 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 it's. I mean, it's funny because you're like, oh, okay, that's a that's a painting of a of a brewery, and then yeah. People have pointed out that, like, when you actually see, like, the real brewery and stuff, it's like the the letters are different. Like, it doesn't even actually look exactly like the buildings that they're actually using. So it was just, it was some really bad I, It's just, it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I had to reach for that one. But Idiocracy, it's kind of funny. I was trying to think if it fits in Idiocracy because of how ridiculous that movie is and if it would have been better if it was more, like, accurate CGI. Because there's moments in that where it's it's painted. Yeah, but Idiocracy, like I was saying earlier, Idiocracy goes completely off the rails early on. You know what I mean? Like, this movie could have benefited from just going completely apeshit from the very beginning. And I feel like Idiocracy didn't throw as many things into the plot, uh, right. even as, as much as um, Strange Brew did. I don't know how Brad feels, but I know. But <laughs> anyways, painted backgrounds for me, body bagging him. So 
I mean, do I want to buy back the whole film? No. I, uh, they would be a first, and I would I would respect you if you did. I I I you know I I want to do that. I really do because it was it was a, a little bit of an unpleasant experience. On it, but but there were just there were enough nuggets in there, and there was enough like gold there we, beneath those we talking shit about your shit? <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking you seriously while you're holding that sausage, <laughs> just flopping in the wind. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I may, I may or may not be holding a chicken apple sausage <laughs> in tongs. Long ass pair of tongs. It looks like I look like I'm holding like a like I, I'm holding a roach with a giant just, like, roach clip. Yeah. <laughs> Taking big old hit from that. Oh jeez. Uh, so I, I'm gonna body bag the hockey shit. I, I think that of all the weirdness, that was the weirdest and the least like fun and funny for me. And this I know breaks Brad's heart, but. I, I I thought that that was just sort of like unnecessarily strange and for and I and I thought that there was other stuff that could have filled those valuable and precious minutes. I was just waiting for the Hanson twins to show up the entire time. I was like, oh, this must be where the Sorry, origin story. It's the Hanson triplets. <laughs> so so the, uh, the origin story. The You're theme right. song was a big thing on the show. It was a big thing on their album. Like they always like. <laughs> that whole thing and the fact that they like implemented that into like becoming the song that actually makes them fight was was kind of funny i thought deal. i liked that <laughs> it's it's hilarious that you bring that up because that was almost going to be my snag was uh just like like in the workplace like when your manager's coming and the guy goes and then like everybody like gets back to work you know what i mean like a signal for for everybody to uh i, I like that in our restaurant, it used to uh, when I worked at uh, Outback. It was if you were uh, a front of the house person, you were kind of near the back of the house, and if somebody went cuckoo, that meant they were all coming out to beat your ass. Like that, that means <laughs> that you were caught, and every back of the house dude was going to come and start just punching on you. So it was it, it turned into brawls. It was crazy. It was a very plausible scenario. In those, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 Brad, who, who's on who's on uh, Dead or Cameo this week? You know what? The problem when you have a movie that came out in 1983 is that a lot of people dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's part of the problem. And you know what? Max von said, I will say the the dude had a, a long career post uh, Strange Brew and and uh, was working well into the 2000s. So um, minor, mi Minority Report, Needful Things. Baby. He was the bad guy in Minority Report. So yeah, Needful Things. I mean, oh, there yeah. was there were some things he was in. Um, he passed away not too long ago, but. Uh, not a single person on cameo. So you know what? When we, when we need to fill some time, there's somebody we can turn to. Mm. It's <laughs> who can we turn your to? Your ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here. I, I literally we're sitting out here in our outdoor studio where there's a, a grill at the ready, and so we we decided what better <laughs> to, to, what better than a beer drinking Canadian movie to to have our, as our ASMR moment than uh, a big old sausage. So I grabbed a chicken apple sausage out of my fridge uh, from Adele's. I threw it on the grill. I managed it. I got it off, and I'm holding it in these giant clips. Nate's Nate's got this thing going right now where <laughs> where you take a sausage off of the grill and you're about to take a bite of it, and then you burn the entire inside of your mouth off, and then you're peeling it for the next like four I, days. I, I am gonna burn my mouth. <laughs> you gotta get lower on the shaft. Dude. You're like really hot. You're really close. You gotta give come on, bro. Get near the base. There All you right. go. Give yourself some room. There All you right. go. All right. So here's the ASMR moment. I just got hard. That's the best ASMR moment ever. Did you, oh hear, the, did you hear the snap? Dude, that is a good sausage, Adele. 
She sings all those songs and she makes dope sausages. Snappy. Let's run that back. Oh. It's so homoerotic too with the with the sausage and the tongs. That snap is that's hot. If the, oh if, my gosh. If that clip gets stolen and like, like played on some porn site like a million times, do I get royalties on that? Guaranteed. We all get the royalties. The sound effects are beautiful. I hope the sound effects get used for something. Is yeah. ever like a horror Delicious. movie where a guy gets his dick bit off? That's the sound they're going to use for it. <laughs> that would make me so happy. Oh, my Lord. We're going to so, make yeah. a button out of that. <laughs> By the way, this is a delicious sausage. I, I hope so. So, yeah, we're out of the cameo. Um, unfortunately, no cameo. So uh, that's two weeks in a row. We'll see what happens next week. But uh, ASMR, there you go, sausage. Now we're on to streaming recommendations. Um, it has been mentioned already in this podcast, but uh, I got to go ahead and bring it out because if you like Hick Canadians, you got to go over to Hulu and watch one of the funniest shows I've watched in the last couple of years. And it's just, man, if you like silly wordplay, silly scenarios and, uh, uh, beer drinking, fighting some of the same stuff we got in strange brew, but definitely different than strange brew. Watch letter Kenny. So, so I, I was just, let me just say that I was going to make the same recommendation. Brad sort of put me on this one and I, I jumped on it. It's a TV show, obviously, which means nothing to Zach in terms of the distinction, but, um, <laughs> It explains it in this movie. <laughs> I will say that for me, like Letter Kenny is Strange Brew done right. Like it is just so they do the stra- the weirdest long wordplay things and very odd scenes, and it just all works. Like I mean, it really works. So, and I and I'm not somebody that's predisposed to like the weird, but man, it's good. Now, Nick, you mentioned you 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 uh, referenced Letter Kenny earlier, so you you've dug it. Yes, I did, I didn't get as far. I didn't get. I got. I think season one, almost same, season one. Same down. here. We did like half for All most right. of season one. But I was, I mean, I was digging it. I just got distracted and I need to get back around to it. The goth, I, the goth kids in uh, uh, Letter Kenny yeah. are my favorite yeah. characters. Oh yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta so get back good. into it. It's, it, 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 it hits hard for pretty much every season. There's some good laughs in every season, every season you watch. I got a couple, um, HBO max, Jane Silent Bob strike back, um, 2001, just a movie that we talk about, maybe a movie going off the rails a little bit, plot line getting a little twisted, but <laughs> still some parts, some camp, um, you know, you can rely on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back for some funny cameos. We talked about Will Ferrell, funny moments. I uh, don't like the apples, Will. <laughs> Tracy Morgan yeah. has a nice little cameo in there. I don't know what the fuck you said, little boy. <laughs> I'm going to get these But you're special. <laughs> And then uh, that's on HBO Max and uh, all the uh, regular Kevin Smith cast of characters. And then Beer Fest. Give me Beer Beer Fest. You're going to have to pay for it. $2.99 on Amazon with the uh, Super Trooper crew. I got the DVD, bro. Oh, shit. You don't come borrow it? I wonder if anybody from that movie is going to get drafted here on Thursday. It's very possible. It's very possible. I hope so. So for my streaming recommendations, I'm going to say the two movies that I said earlier that fucked and made this movie. Dumb and Dumber and Austin Powers, both streaming on HBO Max. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, I mean, 
I think I saw it twice in the theater. I went there for my birthday, brought a bunch of bunch of kids for my birthday. It was like the best movie that I've ever seen and one that holds up. We recently watched uh, Austin Power or not Austin Powers, I'm sorry, uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, which was also one of my favorite movies of all time and uh, didn't watch it for about 30 years and then decided to watch it again. Bad decision. Yeah, it does not hold up. Oh, my God, it was terrible. And I, lo- <laughs> I, I loved that. I loved that movie. That's one I've, I've, Me too. I've scrolled across multiple times up. on either Netflix or whatever that it's on, and I just about pulled the trigger, and I was like, I don't know if that's going to hold up or not. It was so funny back it in doesn't. the day, and I watched it maybe a year ago, and I was like, what the fuck and i now i know my dad's reaction was the same thing when he when he when i was watching it as a kid and he would like walk in and be like what the hell are you watching and now i get my dad i get where he was coming from oh boy nate i have i I, i'm jumping on your letter kenny train all right and in the final one well actually you you actually mentioned this earlier The, the last one i'll drop is uh wayne's world and you can catch wayne's world on fubo Fubu, <laughs> AMC Plus, and our favorite, I mean, just our longtime favorite, Stizzars. Nope, Pluto TV. <laughs> Pluto. Pluto. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. There's some just funny names that you For you seven up. listeners out there that have Pluto TV. <laughs> Fubo and Pluto, either of the, you got, uh, either the seven of you that got those, you can Fobu. check Fobu. 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 Four hours by us. That's right. That's what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! So we're gonna wrap this thing up by Shout talking out about. Diddy. Uh, we are Best Video Kingdom. You know we love the the old school video store. That was that was where we uh, we found the magic back in the day. So. We're walking in, we're strolling into Bev's Video Kingdom, and Strange Brew was probably not even there because, you know what, I mean, it's probably checked out. Probably it was probably at the Frank checked household. Checked out a lot, yeah. It was probably over at Scott's house. You know, somebody, somebody's house, they had that movie in their possession. So, racking up all, all kinds of late fees. They just called Bev's and said, hey, I'm going to pass it along to uh, uh, the Frank household. Is that cool? <laughs> That's how we did it. Pass That's how we, we just passed it. Hey, you know what, Bev? I'm not bringing it back, but I'm going to go get it to Scott. So start charging him now, okay? Um, but so uh, we're going to have to go ahead and create some uh, either, you know, an alternate ending or we're going to take Strange Brew. We're going to put it on a different shelf, move it. Drop it somewhere else, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to start off again because you know what? I know there's going to be a lot of shittiness, and I just got to get my, my happiness <laughs> out of the way first. So my alternate ending, and God damn, this is going to piss you all off. You know what? The movie just continues. We follow Bob and Doug as they drive the big rig back, and we just keep seeing the the, the stupid shit that they're getting into. Cannot get enough of them. My ideal Bob and Doug movie ends up around, you know, about three and a half hours. And that's 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 where my uh, alternate ending goes. It just keeps going. That's I a, want more. I need to find out more about what these guys the are getting. The director's into. cut. I can only imagine what plot they're trying to fit in after they drive away in that big truck. <laughs> I love that. Still, even at the very end, they're still they're still threatening each other. <laughs> he's like he's like you don't know how to drive a big rig, and he's like oh no, come over let's let's talk about it. And he just grabs him in the head. He's like ah, oh. <laughs> he's just fucking him up again. They're just always fighting, but they do love each other. Good brother relationship. All right. I like their constant discussion on who's going to be the most sober to drive or uh, who's who's going to drive the truck. Well, even in the very opening, like they're they're trying to pull out of the the movie theater, and he's like, "Hey, my brother's drunk." He's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> Yell at the cops. 
I don't think you should do that. Showing the cop his license while underwater. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hang on. Did you check that license too? What was going on in Canada in the 80s? You just had like a, yeah. it looks like my vaccination card. <laughs> Somebody just wrote on it in a ballpoint pen. They just like yeah. wrote their name on it. It wasn't too hard to get a fake ID back then. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do we got? Any 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 reshelves or, or alternate ending? I got a little alternate that based off of your continuing it's an origin story for so that truck eventually has to stop at a gas station. They're in the states though. Nick, they only have two stops. They only can stop twice. They find their way into the states, <laughs> you know, a gas station with this with this truck. They meet some, uh, let's say Moranis meets a lady friend, makes makes a, a a couple babies, brothers, who end up they can't leave the front of that gas station liquor store. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's a, it's a little prequel, so you know, Ooh. '80s, you know, cocaine hey, and beer. Toronto, I guess we're, Toronto. We're they end up down in Jersey. They they take a wrong turn. They go from Toronto that's, down to Jersey. I, I, that's exactly know. what happens. And then weed becomes cool. And and they got two brothers. They like slinging it in front of a gas station. They just can't leave. It's too close to home. It's the origin story for Jay and Silent Bob. He made oh, a CD player it. out of his mom's vibrator, <laughs> chicken wire, and shit. <laughs> Yeah, we we got to do Kevin Smith one of these days. Yeah. Well, oh, there will be. We got some suggestions out there. We got some Kevin suggestions yeah. for some Kevin Smith. We're going to do players. Tusk. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll do Tusk, and then you guys will, you guys will be in. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one Kevin Smith that I don't think any of you guys we're, have We're just going to do an evening with Kevin Smith where he just talks. And like, we're just going to, like, he's up on stage and he just talks and interviews uh, yeah. the audience. Interviews us? No, he actually. I'm in just, for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> we can probably get Kevin Smith. On. What questions do you have for BVK, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking with the director here and he's asking us questions. Kevin, you know I do love you. If you're ready to come on this podcast, yeah, open invitation. Man. Hey, he's, he's a anyone. big podcaster, right? I mean he's got a lot of pods. Yeah, he's he kind of was one of the yeah, he's 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 deep like like Joe Rogan's. He started like, like right after us, right? Yeah. 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 He was like, those guys seem pretty successful. <laughs> Nate. I have no alternate ending other than after the opening credits, I fall asleep and <laughs> wake up at the end and never turn it back on. I will give them a little bit of props. They did the, uh, uh, you get the uh, the silly credits at the end where they. I, I will say I liked the lion at the beginning. Oh, that was good. I forgot about the tail. Yes, good I will say that. So I, but maybe we get through, I get through that and then I'm like, oh, this is cool. That was good. That was a good clip. Like when they mess with the opening yeah, thing, I like, that. like they don't do that like, very often, but when they do, yeah, it, it kind of locks you in a little bit. I'm with you. Yeah. I like that. I like I like Did that. you guys watch the, uh, the, the extended credits where they start just like going over the credits in the movie? Oh, shit. Bro, I turned no. that shit off. <laughs> I had to like, I had to like pound flour or something. So you, didn't, you didn't find out what a gaffer does? What a gaffer? A gaffer. They, they, they're, a they're, they're talk about the credits and they're like going through and like, oh, this guy, he he, he ate all the the stuff at the at the food tray and blah blah blah. And like they're pointing at people. And they're like they talk about what grips are and oh, they talk okay. about gaffers. Oh, and I didn't see he's any like, of that. He's like he's like he's uh, like. So what's a gaffer? He's like uh, gaff for me. He's like. <laughs> like, those are gaffers. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> uh, they have a nice little credit sequence, but uh, yeah, no, when they crank the tail, I'm like, yeah, was that was that lion just sedate as fuck? Like did they just yeah, inject yeah. it with a bunch of shit. Canadian yeah. lions are pretty calm. Yeah, pretty <laughs> early calm. '80s, loose. <laughs> they they lions just like raw shit eh? to the volume into that that lion, so they could just crank its Rawr, tail. Yeah, it <laughs> All right, well. I mean, I can't say that I, I expected this to go better than it did. 
You know, Scott Scotch bag is never coming on to. Yeah, after what I oh. said about Scotch a couple he's episodes ago, like, you fucking guys. man. Coupled with our strange I, I, brew, hopefully, hopefully this episode won't download for him. I, I mean, <laughs> if we're talking about single tiers, he's going to be at least multiple tiers oh. probably coming down his face. He's just like, God, yeah. fuck these guys. I thought like next crying. episode he comes in just raging. Oh, yeah. that just reminds me when they when they uh, when they're in the prison cell and uh, it, cu- it just cuts to them like having story time with all the prisoners. <laughs> I was thinking of Dirty Work with Norm Macdonald. Oh, oh yeah. dude, call. Right. It's so a lack great. of respect. <laughs> really, that hurts the most. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we, we, we don't need a lawyer. He'd probably just kill him. Yeah, lawyers are for sucks. We'd probably just kill him anyway. Uh, your lawyers are here. <laughs> they sprint out. That's where the movie got me. I was like, all right, this is silly. In the loony bin, the, the steamroller scene, I mean, if you watch yeah. it in very like specifically detail, when Rick Moranis tries to go for his steamroll, he actually gets elbowed first in the face, like, <laughs> and then he gets the sideways steamroll. So it's not that like just over the top. No. It's like he goes vertically over him, so he squishes his head and everything. It's just oh. he got him good. I actually noticed. When you're <laughs> yeah. the little brother, you got to play dirty. <laughs> well, no, the big brother gets him. The big brother just oh, rolls the, over gets him. Rick Moranis. Yeah, he rolls over him once, and then he rolls over the second time. <laughs> Rick Moranis gets no uh, no love in that one. Dude. All right. Is that it? Are there we did we get did we get through Strange Brew? Is I think we got through it. And you know what? I'm glad I feel better for it. I'm glad that you picked it because it's been way too long that I haven't <laughs> so, seen it. And I've been I'm talked glad about. That it's been in your uh, that you guys. A lot of you guys had either half seen it or not seen it. And I find it amusing that I've watched Strange Brew before you watch Shawshank Redemption, which you are going to watch. I'm, I'm done with wow. him watching Shawshank. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still waiting. We're well, gonna have Scott coming. sit in when we do Shawshank. <laughs> Shawshank. Brad, Brad's not invited. <laughs> so at some it was, Brad just rolled in with these new stickers. We got some. Oh bad my zoo. god, you guys. Oh, we don't boy. know how we, we, we don't know how we're going to give them out to you yet, but they're coming. So we'll we'll post a little pic on the website or on the Facebook, and on the Insta and on the Twit. Tactile media. They are cool. Hey, and check you this can out. Put them on things. You know what? I got a plan. You know what? If you uh, go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and you say some nice things, you leave a five star, and at the end you say, "Hey, send me a sticker." We'll try to figure out a contact. <laughs> I was like, "How are we going to make do that happen?" <laughs> how about how about this? You leave that one, and then you message us on any of our many social medias and tell us that I'm was the me. One who I like left that. The, uh, there you go. And that then works. you send us your address. We will show up at your house and hang out with you for a while, and then we'll give you a sticker. No. And you got to show us a screenshot that you have clicked the little check mark in the top right hand corner of Apple uh, iTunes podcast. You're asking too much. And then also no. just send us your bank account information and a picture <laughs> of like a headshot. We would and like a credit card info. Page right we will up. charge you five hundred dollars. And you'll get a sticker. Watch our social media, and we will tell you how to find how to get yourself a sticker uh, because it's all, they're awesome, and because Bev's Video Kingdom loves you. Speaking of social media, we've had quite a few people reach out wanting to be ambassadors for the, uh, the for the podcast promoters from, uh, from from Bangladesh. Yeah, they're all from the Bangladeshis. <laughs> they like us. Is that not? All of them are from a similar uh, area of the world, and they all have our best interest in mind. And uh, as as the uh, as somebody said earlier, they're they're all their uncle is the predisposed or indisposed king of uh, of a small. I believe it's predisposed. <laughs> predisposed. Indisposed. 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 Indispos
the king is just like shitting himself and he he needs your money to help him uh get off of the throne are, are we still are we still a band in turkey are we still in, is it is Bev's no we kingdom? have some fans in turkey so i i think we're actually doing all right but um i think that was just a, a a trailer thing but other than that i think we're we're back it's in turkey bit big in constantinople that's what i'm hearing <laughs> was it ergodon is that his name I don't know. Yeah, that's Istanbul, Lord Istanbul. of the Rings, bro. Is that what we're talking about? Ergodon is, I guess, a piece of I think of we've gotten full. Speaking of off the, off the rails <laughs> and on blocks, <laughs> let's roll. All right, I think it's time to get out of here. Uh, folks, that was Strange Brew. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun journey. Um, it's a movie I've seen more times than than I've seen uh, Shawshank Redemption. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we got to talk about it. And uh, check us out on Thursday. Uh, we're going to be talking about the most memorable uh, drinking or drunk scenes in movies. It'll be a good one. We've got some big revelations coming, guys. Oh, get man. ready. Lots of drinking. Shit's about to get Pukes, drinks, uh, just silliness. It's going to be a fun one. So catch us Thursday. Have a great day. Take off, eh? See you, hosers. Hosers. Start!